Hey, welcome back to the Strong Her Way to Eat, Move, and Live. Here we talk all things food freedom, fitness, and life transformation, helping you heal your relationship to food, exercise your body, and ultimately yourself. This week, we are talking about meal planning and meal prepping. This is a concept, obviously, that I use with a lot of my clients. It is something that um, I have been using for a while just to kind of make life a little bit easier, but I hear that there are some pretty common complaints about this, and truthfully, I think I have been here as well, and just knowing kind of my history with food, there was definitely a period of time where I did not want to eat food out of Tupperware. I had a huge resistance to that. So I'm hoping to answer some of your questions. These are certainly the most common questions or struggles within my own client community, as well as just kind of give you some of my strategies and tips that have made this a lot easier, a lot less of a headache or feeling a lot less cumbersome, but then also kind of gives you the ability to have variety because that boredom or getting tired of eating the same thing day in and day out was definitely something that came up over and over again. So some of the most common questions or struggles that my clients are having is that they have a hard time eating all of their food before it turns bad or spoils. Um, buying one ingredient to use for just one recipe and then having to throw the, the rest of it away before it goes bad. This one came up multiple times and not feeling like eating what you've prepped or what you've planned when it comes time to and getting tired of eating the same thing. So really that boredom and just getting tired of feeling like you're always making and prepping the same things over and over and over again. So this was, I think a couple of years ago, it might've been back in 2020 pre-COVID. My husband was getting ready to go to Arizona for like 13 weeks for some sort of a training. And I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to be on dinner duty. I'm really just going to be on duty all the time for the next 13 weeks. And so sort of in preparation for him leaving, I had to really come up with a way to kind of streamline and make dinners especially easier for myself and for the kids. And what I ended up doing for that specific period of time, I haven't really kind of, I've used that same sort of concept, but it looks a little bit different now. But essentially what I did was I kind of created kind of a template of recipes. And what I, what I ended up doing was making a table, a blank table on Google Sheets. And I had kind of themed nights. So I had, you know, maybe Mexican inspired, Asian inspired, um, American or sort of quick and easy. I just created these different themes. And then I came up with like three to five different ideas that would fit under each of those themed nights. An example, just to kind of give you a point of reference for this, was one of the themes was Italian. And so under that, I had, you know, things like lasagna, um, spaghetti, but then I also just put pasta. And then you could have red sauce, you know, like a marinara, you could have a pesto sauce or an Alfredo. So you're taking this one basic pasta dish, you now have three different sauce choices, and then you can choose your different protein. So for me, that was one way of kind of changing it up from week to week. So it didn't feel like every single week we were having spaghetti or every single week we were having chicken Alfredo. So create for yourself some themed nights. What are kind of those grand slams that every time you make it, you know that your family likes it. 
Um, maybe the leftovers are pretty good. It's something that you like to eat that you know how to make pretty well. And so it's very easy for you. Coming up with those different themed um, recipes and really just kind of constraining by creating some sort of a recipe box, whether you do that digitally or like actually having a physical recipe box. I remember my grandma used to have one of these. And I do think we've kind of gotten away from that, having Pinterest and just being able to get online and search for things. But a lot of times we end up finding a recipe that we like, and then we can't ever find that again. So have a place for you to kind of keep track of all of those recipes. You can do that on Pinterest, right? You can create a board that is, you know, your favorite Italian dishes or create a board that is, you know, quick and easy dinners or dinner favorites or something like that to where you are putting those recipes that you find that you really like and you have that for uh, easy reference. So whether you're doing that on Pinterest, I personally use Google Keep. Um, for me, I like that it's kind of as like a checklist so I can put a recipe on with the link. And then once I make it, once I check it, it just, it doesn't delete it. It just kind of pushes it down. So then I can just kind of scroll through my list of recipes and then uncheck those to make meal planning pretty easy. Or, you know, go pen and paper and actually get yourself a cute little box for recipes, um, you know, writing it out if that's what you like to do. You just have to find a system that really does work for you, whether that's digital or pen and paper. Next thing that you want to do is you want to check your pantry or your freezer and your fridge to really see what items you already have on hand. So this will help you from buying duplicate of things, especially if it's fresh produce or something that is going to spoil. Um, just taking a quick scour of what you already have on hand and seeing if you can find recipes or if you can come up with some sort of a quick idea using a majority of the ingredients that you already have on hand. I like to think of it as a little bit of kind of chopped style. I don't know if you ever watch that on the cooking channel, but you know, it's just like, okay, what do I have on hand and what can I make? And ironically, I think that, you know, I remember my grandma, she used to always make kind of meat and potatoes with some sort of veggie. And we used to kind of turn our nose up at that, right? Or think like, oh my gosh, this isn't healthy or something like that. But if I can be completely transparent with you, a lot of our meals are some sort of protein, some sort of a veggie or a salad, and then usually either like a rice pilaf and a potato or not and a potato or a potato. So sometimes simpler is better. It certainly is easy. And this is going to kind of bleed into, uh, you know, one of the next strategies that I'm going to be sharing with you. But as you are planning for your week, don't just think about prepping or planning for dinner, but often, or, or also, excuse me, think about what can you prepare ahead of time for breakfast, especially if you're getting kids out the door or you've got to get yourself ready for work and the morning time is kind of a crazy time and you usually end up kind of forgoing breakfast because you're just in a rush to get out of the house. Think about maybe doing a little bit of prepping or planning for your breakfast as well. Um, in order to kind of avoid buying one ingredient that ends up going bad, the common example that seems to come up over and over and over again with cilantro, you want to think about maybe when you go to plan your meals for the week, can you find two, at least two recipes that use some of the same ingredients? 
This way you are using at least a majority of that ingredient, especially if it's something that's not gonna keep well, and then it's not gonna spoil and go bad. Another thing to think about is canned or frozen produce or items as well. You might even find that if you, you know, going back to that cilantro, if you give it a rinse and you wrap it up, kind of dry it off in paper towels, that might even be something that stays in the freezer for a week or a couple of weeks or something like that. And then you can just pull it out when you need it. Um, so just getting kind of creative with that and, you know, don't hesitate to use the frozen, the, the frozen, the frozen produce instead, especially if it's something that's not really in season, uh, you're oftentimes going to get a lot more nutrients. It might be a lot more flavorful and it's certainly going to be less expensive than buying fresh stuff that is out of season. So here is a little bit more kind of tangible, I guess, for the prepping aspect. Think about cooking food in bulk or batch cooking one to two times a week. Now, if your experience has been that you usually cook a bunch of food on Sunday, let's say, and then you're finding that by the end of the week, you're throwing a bunch of food away because you haven't eaten it, then you might wanna think about cooking smaller batches and maybe just doing it twice a week instead of once. One of the things that I like to do that has been super helpful lately is that while I'm cooking dinner, so for example, tonight I'm gonna do, I think, pork chops with rice and green beans and kind of like a cream of chicken soup. While I am cooking the pork chops, I'm also going to throw some chicken on our Traeger as well. That way I'm, I'm sort of doubling up. I'm already gonna be cooking on the Traeger anyway. So I am going to, instead of having to cook the chicken separately, I'm gonna just throw some chicken breast on the Traeger as well so that we have that to either use for lunches or to use to throw together a quick meal throughout the week for dinner. So think about cooking a couple different kinds of proteins, a couple different kinds of grains like rice and quinoa, maybe some potatoes or something like that, and then chopping or preparing some veggies ahead of time, or I'm a huge fan of buying pre-chopped veggies as well if that is something that is within your budget. Now, sometimes buying the stuff pre-chopped is going to be a little bit more expensive. So you just have to think about, is it worth your time to spend that little extra to buy something that's already pre-chopped? Sometimes what I'm finding is that I can buy stuff that's already pre-chopped for about the same price as what I'm going to buy it and then have to chop it and sort of prep it myself. So you're just going to have to kind of play around with that to see. But if we cook a bunch of, if we cook cook a couple different kinds of proteins and greens and have some different veggies prepped, then you can kind of mix and match food throughout the week so that it doesn't feel like you're continually eating the same thing, right? So for example, you could do chicken and rice one day, you could add salsa and avocado and cheese and make it more of like a burrito bowl. The next day, you could really take that same chicken and rice but then maybe you add some carrots, some celery, some onion, and then more of a curry sauce. So you only cooked the rice and the chicken, but you were able to kind of mix and match it in a couple different ways by just changing up the different flavorings with seasons or herbs or sauces. I like to think of this kind of meal prepping a little bit like a capsule wardrobe. So if you're not familiar with what that is, Basically, you just have a very simple wardrobe. You have, you know, maybe 12 to 15 items. You've got a few different shirts, a few different pants, and a couple of different jackets, but you're able to mix and match all of those pieces to create so many different outfits. 
This is kind of that same mentality or that same strategy. We're just applying it to meal prepping. So this way you have food that's on hand to eat for lunch if you want to, but also what we've been doing is by pre-cooking some rice and some chicken or putting a roast in the slow cooker and having that ahead of time, throughout the week I can take you know some of that chicken and throw it in a pot or a pan with some of the rice, some chopped veggies that we have on hand, and then make a stir fry. And then, you know, the next night we might take some of the other protein that I have cooked, mix it up with some rice, saute some different veggies, and then put, um, you know, more of that curry sauce. So it just makes throwing dinners together a little bit quicker, but then you also have that stuff for lunches as well. Last but definitely not least is you're going to want to think about actually setting aside time each week to do some prepping, right? So really sit down throw together a, a meal plan for the week, set aside some time to look through the pantry, the refrigerator, figure out what items you actually do need at the store so that again, you're not doubling up and then you know having too much stuff on hand. But then that's also gonna keep you from having to run back and forth to the store, making sure that you have everything out at one time. You're also going to want to create some space in your calendar where you are going to do some prepping. Now, this is the part that I think for a lot of people, I know for myself, it feels really heavy. It feels like, oh my gosh, this is just gonna take so much time. It's so much cleanup. And it might be, especially in the beginning when you're first learning how to do this or figuring it out and figuring out the system that really does work for you. But remember how much time it's going to save you on the back end if you will set aside maybe an hour, an hour and a half to chop the veggies, to chop and roast some potatoes, to cook the rice, to cook the oatmeal, to cook a couple different kinds of proteins, that is going to feel like a little bit of a time investment up front, but it will save you so much time throughout the week on the back end. And what I've found to be super helpful is just setting aside kind of a, or creating some sort of a rhythm around this, right? So trying to grocery shop the same day every week, trying to sit down and do you know, doing your meal planning right before you go to the grocery store, obviously but getting into a, a weekly rhythm to where you're doing it pretty consistently the same day every week is gonna make it a lot easier. And like I said, recently what I have found that I'm doing is when I'm cooking dinner already, I'll just go ahead and prep either some extra food, like extra rice or extra proteins, um, or maybe make you know twice the amount of salad or something like that because I'm already in the kitchen, I'm already cooking, and then I'm not having to schedule that additional time into the week. That may or may not work for you. Maybe you would rather set aside some time on a Saturday or a Sunday or a Wednesday night or something like that to do some prepping. Just know your schedule, know your life, know yourself, and know ultimately what is going to work for you. Now, of course, I would be remiss if I didn't address sort of the mindset aspect and really the coaching side of things for this. Because a lot of times, you know, we do make the food or we do plan something to eat. And then when it comes time to actually eat the thing, we don't want that. It doesn't sound good. So what I would say to that is, number one, just anticipate that you're not probably going to want to eat the thing or make the thing that you plan to make in the moment. So I even still experience this where I know I've got food kind of prepped in the refrigerator and I'm like, oh, I don't really want to eat that but then I have to come up with something else to eat, right? So it's like, I just let my brain kind of throw its little fit, tell me that it doesn't wanna eat it, and then I just move on and I go get the food and I eat it. 
Now, that's not to say that there aren't times where I'm like, yeah, that just doesn't sound good. I don't feel like eating that. And then I might actually go and eat something else or make something else. But it's just knowing that you're most likely not going to feel like eating it. And so just anticipating that and just kind of welcoming it in, but reminding yourself why you did meal plan, why you did meal prep, why you did shop ahead of time and why you kind of already made the decision that you were going to eat that, right? I always kind of liken this to picking out your clothes the night before or, um, you know, why we set a budget kind of ahead of time. It's because it takes us having to make the decision in the moment off the table, right? It's going to save you a lot of time, a lot of energy if you just sort of decide ahead of time what you're planning to eat and then you're not trying to figure it out after a long day's worth of work when everybody's hungry. Another thing, use the slow cooker or that Instapot, that um, pressure cooker if you have that. That can be super helpful, um, fairly easy cleanup and stuff as well. But what's nice is, like I said, you know, I'll put a roast in and kind of let that cook all day. We may not end up eating it that night, but at least we have that cooked and we can either use it for a dinner another night or we can um, pull it apart and use it for lunches or and then use some for dinner. Um, so use some of those tools. One pot meals are definitely your friends. So I'm a huge fan of anything that I can make in one pot because it makes cleanup super easy. The kitchen doesn't, you know, turn into a complete disaster zone. Um, so thinking about those one pot meals, um, a lot of meals and types of cuisine really can be cooked using the same ingredients and just simply changing the seasonings and the sauces. So that was something that I addressed earlier but really just wanted to kind of reiterate that is that if you think of this in terms of that capsule wardrobe where you're just prepping or cooking um, a few different items in that protein, that carb and that veggie arena, then you can sort of mix and match those things. Um, and then I'm a huge fan of using some prepackaged stuff as a base. So for example, um, we buy these lentil packs from Costco. I think you can get them at any grocery store but it's already, it's the lentils that are already cooked. It's got a sauce and you just have to reheat that. So what we did last week was we, I sauteed some carrots, some onions and some celery and some bell peppers. And then we already had the rice cooked. So we just reheated some of the rice through the lentil mixture over those sauteed veggies. You could then either reheat protein if you already have that cooked um, add protein or what we did was I added a can of garbanzo beans to the veggie and lentil mix heated that up until everything was nice and warm and then boom so we used that prepackaged lentil stuff for the seasoning and then I just added some extra veggies added some rice added some beans and some protein to that so just looking at ways that you can kind of take some of those um, done for you meals and just sort of add to that, right? Whether that's adding the veggies or adding the protein, just to make things a little bit simpler. Because I know that um, if you are listening to this, you are likely a very busy woman. You've got a lot of different things kind of vying for your attention. Um, and so we want to make this as simple and as easy as possible, not only for time's sake, for our budget, um, but also so that we're not so stressed out cooking dinner that we can really just sit down and kind of enjoy that time with our family and, um, you know, just use it as a time to really kind of nourish us in all the different ways, right? Mentally, emotionally, and physically. 
So that is what I have for you this week. Those are my top kind of tips and strategies that I utilize for quick and easy meal planning and meal prep. Um, just to kind of reiterate, you want to create a recipe box. So whether that's digital or physical, make sure that you are checking your pantry, your fridge, your freezer, all of that kind of stuff before you head to the store. Try to use the same ingredients in multiple different recipes. Think about batch cooking one to two times a week. And then really kind of consider that capsule wardrobe idea so that you're mixing and matching things, changing up the uh, flavor profiles with different sauces or different herbs or different seasonings so that you don't feel like you're eating the same thing over and over and over again. And then just really anticipate that you are most likely not going to want to eat whatever it was that you planned or prepared for yourself. So just be prepared for that. Um, don't feel like you have to fight with yourself over it. But just really remind yourself, you know, why did you plan? Why did you prep this food? And just allow your brain to kind of throw its little temper tantrum and then move on, right? We want to make this as simple and as easy as possible. And for most of us, that's why we plan and we prep ahead of time is because then we're not having to try to figure out what to eat right in the moment. Um, hopefully this was helpful for you. I would love it if you could share this with somebody that you know would benefit from this as well. Um, I also want to invite you to register for the free Ditch the Diet Summit. So that will be happening the weekend of February 17th through the 19th. You'll be able to register for free using the link in the show notes. Hope that you have a great rest of your day. I hope that this blessed you and helps you, helps make mealtime a little bit less stressful. And if you are interested in learning more about working with me, so we go through strategies and different things like this to really help you create that healthier lifestyle that you want. But then we also do that deeper coaching that really allows you to stick with the things that you say that you want to do for yourself, right? Oftentimes we know exactly what we should or shouldn't be doing. We have a hard time implementing it consistently. So that really is the beauty and the power of coaching and working with me. So if you want more information on that, you can email alicia at aliciacarlson.com. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks for spending your time with me and we'll be back next week.